0: Hey Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App and today is September the 8th and we are in the book of 2nd Chronicles, about halfway through it and moving through the Bible in a year as we continue to read out of the New International Version. So join me today as we start in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites with some of the Meunites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazazan Tamar, that is, and Gedi. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in the front of the new courtyard and said, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. But now, here are the men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt, so they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do but our eyes are on you. All the men of Judah, with their wives and children and little ones, stood there before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite, and descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Kohathites and Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing in praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped, so Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. on the fourth day. they assembled in the valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. This is why it is called the Valley of Baraka to this day then. Led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. So Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was thirty-five years old when he became king of Judah, and he reigned in Jerusalem twenty-five years. His mother's name was Azubah, daughter of Shilhi. He followed the ways of his father Asa and did not stray from them. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. The high places, however, were not removed, and the people still had not set their hearts on the God of their ancestors. The other events of Jehoshaphat's reign, from beginning to end, are written in the annals of Jehu son of Hanani, which are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. Later, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, made an alliance with Ahaziah, king of Israel, whose ways were wicked. He agreed with him to construct a fleet of trading ships. After these were built at Ezion Geber, Elizer, son of Dodavahu of Merashah, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have made an alliance with Ahaziah, the Lord will destroy what you have made. The ships were wrecked and were not able to set sail to trade. 2 Chronicles chapter 21 Then Jehoshaphat rested with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David. And Jehoram his son succeeded him as king. Jehoram's brothers, the sons of Jehoshaphat, were Azariah, Jehiel, Zechariah, Azariah, Michael, and shephatiah All these were sons of Jehoshaphat, king of Israel. Their father had given them many gifts of silver and gold and articles of value, as well as fortified cities in Judah. But he had given the kingdom to Jehoram because he was his firstborn son. When Jehoram established himself firmly over his father's kingdom, He put all his brothers to the sword along with some of the officials of Israel. Jehoram was thirty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He followed the ways of the kings of Israel, as the house of Ahab had done, for he married a daughter of Ahab. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, because of the covenant the Lord had made with David, the Lord was not willing to destroy the house of David. He had promised to maintain a lamp for him and his descendants forever. In the time of Jehoram, Edom rebelled against Judah and set up its own king. So Jehoram went there with his officers and all his chariots. The Edomites surrounded him and his chariot commanders, but he rose up and broke through by night. To this day, Edom has been in rebellion against Judah. Libna revolted at the same time because Jehoram had forsaken the Lord, the God of his ancestors. He had also built high places on the hills of Judah, and had caused the people of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves, and had led Judah astray. Jehoram received a letter from Elijah the prophet, which said, This is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says, You have not followed the ways of your father Jehoshaphat or of Asa king of Judah. But you have followed the ways of the kings of Israel, and you have led Judah and the people of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves, just as the house of Ahab did. You have also murdered your own brothers, members of your own family, men who were better than you. So now the Lord is about to strike your people, your sons, your wives, and everything that is yours with a heavy blow. You yourself will be very ill with a lingering disease of the bowels. Until the disease causes your bowels to come out. The Lord aroused against Jehoram the hostility of the Philistines and of the Arabs who lived near the Cushites. They attacked Judah, invaded it, and carried off all the goods found in the king's palace, together with his sons and wives. Not a son was left to him except Ahaziah the youngest. After all this, the Lord afflicted Jehoram with an incurable disease of the bowels. In the course of time, at the end of the second year, his bowels came out because of the disease, and he died in great pain. His people made no funeral fire in his honor as they had for his predecessors. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He passed away to no one's regret, and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. 2nd Chronicles chapter 22. The people of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, Jehoram's youngest son, king in his place, since the raiders who came with the Arabs into the camp had killed all the older sons. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaziah was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem one year. His mother's name was Athalia, a granddaughter of Amri. He too followed the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother encouraged him to act wickedly. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as the house of Ahab had done, for after his father's death they became his advisers to his undoing. He also followed their counsel when he went with Joram, son of Ahab, king of Israel, to wage war against Hazael, king of Aram. At Ramoth-Gilead, the Arameans wounded Joram, so he returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds they had inflicted on him at Ramoth in his battle with Hazael, king of Aram. Then Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to Jezreel to see Joram, son of Ahab, because he had been wounded. Through Ahaziah's visit to Joram, God brought about Ahaziah's downfall. When Ahaziah arrived, He went out with Joram to meet Jehu, son of Nimshi, whom the Lord had anointed to destroy the house of Ahab. While Jehu was executing judgment on the house of Ahab, he found the officials of Judah and the sons of Ahaziah's relatives who had been attending Ahaziah, and he killed them. He then went in search of Ahaziah, and his men captured him while he was hiding in Samaria. He was brought to Jehu and put to death they buried him, for they said, He was a son of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So there was no one in the house of Ahaziah powerful enough to retain the kingdom. When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to destroy the whole royal family of the house of Judah. But Jehoshaphat. The daughter of King Jehoram took Joash son of Ahaziah and stole him away from among the royal princes who were about to be murdered, and put him and his nurse in a bedroom. Because Jehosheba, the daughter of King Jehoram and wife of the priest Jehoiada, was Ahaziah's sister, she hid the child from Athaliah so she could not kill him. He remained hidden with them at the temple of God for six years while Athaliah ruled the land. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. I love the part at the beginning of our reading today where King Jehoshaphat has this vast army coming out against him. Now, it's an army comprised of the nations that God had not commanded them to drive out yet. And so, as King Jehoshaphat stands there, he realizes this is because the Lord has not given us this victory yet. So, he went to the Lord And what did the Lord say? Just be still and let me do my thing. I don't know about you, but I have a really hard time being still and letting God take control. I think I might have told you this before, but I'm a doer. I like to find answers. I like to work things out. And I have a hard time just waiting on the Lord. But because King Jehoshaphat listened to God and just waited on him, God caused there to be confusion in the army, and they defeated themselves. This vast army that was actually too big for King Jehoshaphat to defeat on his own, he didn't have to lift a finger against them. They defeated themselves. See, here's the thing. When we just patiently wait on the Lord, knowing that he's in control, we don't have to lift a finger. He does something so profound that we never could have even come up with it on our own. But again, we don't like to be patient. I'm sorry, I shouldn't talk for all of us. I don't like to be patient. I like to seek out answers. I like to do things my way and continue to work on something until I find resolution. Maybe you're much better than me at that. But me, I struggle. I struggle so hard that sometimes I will find myself miles down the road before I realized if I had just stood still, God would have completely defeated my enemy and given me victory. Not only that, by me pursuing my own victories and by finding my own ways to win, I usually end up causing more damage and more frustration than if I had just stood still and waited on the Lord. Look, I don't know what you're struggling with today, I don't know what your battle looks like that you're walking through, but I do know this. If you just wait patiently on the Lord, he will show you victory. In fact, he will take those frustrations that you face and the problems that you're confronted with, and he will frustrate them so badly that they will defeat themselves. And the best part is King Jehoshaphat went through and picked up all the plunder. In fact, there was so much plunder It took him three days to sort through it all and bring it back. You see, there's blessing in allowing the Lord to win the battle. Because when He does it, He causes you to prosper. So wait on the Lord today. Don't pick up your own battles without trusting in Him. And as you do, He will bless you. So may you be blessed today. May you allow the Lord to fight your battles and bring you victory. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.